0: Hello, Spotlight friends. Today, we are with my friend, Father Joe. We are going to talk all about Christmas, and I am so excited to have him with us. Welcome, Father Joe.
1: Thank you, Chanel. Happy to be here.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So happy to chat. Look how God really full circles. The last time I spoke to you on video was when I was with Katie, and Mm. we got to have the honor of chatting with you. And that was like the first time we met. And now... So many months later, we're still friends. So look at God. God is really operating. I'm so happy to have you here today. I would love for everyone to know about you. So I'd love for you to share about yourself.
1: Sure. Yeah. Had lots of fun with you and Katie. Uh, yeah, it was last time, like right around Christmas, I think. We talked about Christmas movies, I recall. Die Hard being one of my favorites. Absolutely. But there's a lot of good ones. Yes. Father Joe Laramie. I'm a Jesuit. I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, been a priest for about 10 years now, and I'm the director of the Pope's Prayer Network, also called the Apostleship of Prayer. This is a 175-year-old Jesuit ministry promoting a life of prayer for all people through an offering of my heart to the heart of Jesus for all hearts. So in a nutshell, my heart, his heart, all hearts. Sometimes I do that as like a little chant when I'm doing this (laughs) as a grade school presentation, but if you're listening to this on a podcast, just put that on repeat, you know, just kind of like put a mixtape or something. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. great. I travel around giving talks and retreats about the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Pope's monthly prayer intentions. So, of course, we have a Jesuit Pope. Very exciting to get to serve him. I've been in this job for about a year and a half. I was on the road for three weeks in November, for example. I was in Columbus, Ohio, speaking at a Catholic Conference on the Sacred Heart. I was in Montreal talking to Jesuit novices, was in beautiful Omaha, giving a retreat to some women at a retreat house there, and then saw some family in St. Louis and gave a talk at St. Louis University. You know, as St. Ignatius said, our home is the road, and Jesus too. He was on the road a lot, so I feel like I got uh, good friends for the journey.
0: Yes, oh my gosh, and then between all of that, do you just sleep on the plane? My gosh, That sounds like a lot.
1: Yeah. You know, Milwaukee's home base. I mean, November was kind of crazy. I'm, I'm around here most of December, so I can kind of catch up on some office work. Got a couple Marquette U students who work in my office who do a great job. We got a fancy website. We got the Instagram, the whole thing. So you can check us out. Pope's Prayer USA. We're out there.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, we're so happy to have you. I love your personality. You're so fun. Um, And it's funny because as I've gotten to know you over social media and stuff, you're like a undercover, funny, funny guy. (laughs) You have such a cool person. You're so chill. And I'm just so excited to have you talk. And I just think as a priest, you're like a breath of fresh air. You know, oftentimes we don't meet a lot of priests that are just like, people that we'd also like to chill and watch Die Hard with. So I'm so excited to have you to talk about Christmas, which is obviously, I mean, my favorite. I know for other people, Easter rocks. Of course, the resurrection is like a whole vibe. Mm -hmm. But Christmas is like my favorite time of year. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us kind of have a misconception that Christmas is only one day, but Christmas is actually Mm -hmm. an entire season. And so I would love for you to kind of talk about how we can enter into the entire season of Christmas, what that looks like.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to call on um, my good friend, St. Ignatius Loyola, to give us a hand here. So, I got the spiritual exercises, his masterpiece that is, I mean, really the foundation of all Jesuit spirituality, but even of our schools, our retreats that we give, and certainly for Pope Francis. So, he's got a really great section on the nativity, the birth of Jesus where he really invites us into a kind of, I'll call it imagination prayer with the gospel. So sometimes this is called Ignatian contemplation. He didn't really dream it up, but Jesuits have a great marketing department. So we call it Ignatian contemplation. So it's about using your five senses of seeing, hearing, touching, tasting, smelling to, you know, do our best to really not just think about this scene, but kind of even enter into it. In this way, actually religious art can help us to reflect on this passage, Christmas time. There's, you know, in fact, some really nice Christmas cards out there, some of them, maybe kind of classic images from the medieval times. Others maybe a little more contemporary or creative. Kind of driving home the point, these are real people. This, mm. this is not a fairy tale or like Star Wars, you know, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Nazareth is a real place. Bethlehem you can visit it this is not hypothetical jesus mary joseph walked on this earth you know had human hearts like us emotions like ours jesus watches over us right now we can talk to him whenever we want to not just think about him but really try to bring our lives into communion with his life wow so ignatius i'll just give you a couple little highlights here so he first kind of kind of sketches out the scene a bit He says, first, I will recall how Our Lady, pregnant almost nine months and seated on a donkey together with Joseph, set forth from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Just that little line, right? Familiar passage from the Gospels. You know, in a sense, Ignatius kind of sets this up as like a great movie director. Think of uh, Steven Spielberg or, you know, your favorite movie director. So first, kind of like the big wide shot. Okay, where are we at? what's like the main action, you know, Spider-Man movie. We're probably in New York, get a nice shot of like the skyline, Statue of Liberty. But then we also kind of focus in on the key characters here. Okay. Mm -hmm. In this passage, it is mother Mary. She is pregnant almost nine months seated on a donkey. Okay. I'm a guy, of course, I've never been pregnant. I must imagine this is like the place any lady least wants to be when nine months pregnant is sitting on a donkey going on a long journey.
0: Traversing the whole country. That sounds like it is just not great.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, we're kind of getting a sense of the, the big picture. Okay. We're in the Middle East. We even might kind of ponder like, okay, what's the weather like at this moment? The gospels often give us just kind of the bare details, not every single aspect, but is it daytime or nighttime? Is it a warm, sunny day or is it maybe a cool breezy evening? And then again, to kind of focus in on the key characters here, Mother Mary, what's the expression on her face at this moment? What are the emotions in her heart at this moment? Maybe a spirit of quiet joy. Maybe she's just exhausted at this moment. Also, St. Joseph. Okay, he's right there. You know, he's kind of the, the quiet dad of the Gospels, right? Foster father of Jesus. Maybe walking alongside this donkey maybe he looks at her with with love with compassion maybe a little touch of anxiety tugs on his heart as he wonders gosh when's this kid going to come where are we going to be when that moment happens okay then ignatius even kind of pushes it a little further he says i will place myself there as if i were a little servant humble helping the holy family in their need okay so they're kind of like puts a hand on our shoulder, says, yes, watch this scene, but then gives us a gentle push as if to say, you're part of this scene, all right? This is Christianity. This is a contact sport. You're not up in the cheap seats watching with your binoculars. You are on the field. You are with these people. If I am there in the moment, again, we're Christians, we're Catholics. These are saints. This is the son of God. We can talk to them whenever we want. You know, what if I feel drawn into a little spiritual conversation with them on this journey? Mother Mary, how do you feel at this moment? Mother Mary, thank you for your generosity, for your trust. St. Joseph, what has this been like for you? You've had your own wild journey these past few months. You wanted to be a husband and father, and you are, but certainly not in the way you thought. Mm. God the Father kind of flipping the tables upside down of Joseph's life. Even Ignatius says, I will reflect on myself for a moment you know gosh how do i feel as i ponder their journey their situation as i look upon their hearts how is my heart moved in that moment so this is a little method we can use really for any gospel passage maybe especially appropriate for the time of christmas to again feel drawn in to focus on their hearts and also my own and to be drawn into conversation with them
0: wow that is amazing And as you were talking, I was thinking what that would be like. And I was especially thinking of the sound of sandals like on rocks and like when Mm. you get the rocks in between your toes and it's just like so uncomfortable and it's hot. Mm. And I was thinking about that. And wow, what a cool activity to just be able to put yourself in that position of That must've, obviously it was great because like the Messiah, but I'm like, I must've also been low-key uncomfortable and just like so much worry and anxiety about like, what's going to happen. We know that people know about us and just, wow. Oh my gosh. That is so amazing. I love that. And I definitely will try to do that with specific passages during Christmas time. So I can like really enter into that experience. I think, It's so interesting because I know that we can do it all year, but specifically during Christmas time and Easter during like the Triduum, I feel like the two times in my church life where I really visualize and get into character with biblical stories. I feel like I'm there during Christmas time. Like I was probably the great niece of the one black three kings, and just like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) hanging out, hanging out with my uncle, like chit chatting, visiting the Lord, helping him pick out a gift during Easter time. Like I'm wondering if I was there on the street watching Jesus walk past me. It's so interesting to visualize because like you were saying earlier, these people were real people and these places are real places that we can place our feet on. And just to put yourself there, even with your imagination, is just insane, you know? It really enlivens the faith and makes it less of like this leisurely activity that we just do every Sunday. So what an opportunity for us to really dive in. So cool. I'm into that. Thank you for sharing.
1: My pleasure. It's been fruitful for me and I think other folks find it a grace also.
0: This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by Hallow, the number one Catholic app for prayer, meditation, music, and more. Hallow is an amazing resource for any Catholic looking to dive deeper into their prayer life, find more peace, and ultimately grow closer to God. Hallow features daily rosaries, Lexio Divina, examines, playlists for calm and humility, and minute meditations for brief moments with God throughout your day. It also features some of your favorite Catholic speakers like Father Mike Schmitz, Jonathan Rumi, Dr. Scott Hahn, and Bishop Barron. You can also hear the Bible in the Year podcast and all of Father Mike and Bishop Barron's homilies. This season, try one of Hollow's hundreds of prayers, meditations, and peaceful music for Advent and Christmas. Thank you for giving us those practical tips. We can really enter into the spirit of prayer. I would love also to know, how do you personally celebrate this season? And it can be anything from how you pray, which we have just heard a little bit of, which is amazing just to like what you watch, what do you listen to? How do you really like get yourself into the spirit? For me, I watch elf first Sunday of Advent. I watch elf really gets me into the biblical mood. Mm -hmm. Definitely. i watch elf and then I'll top it off with a little bit of readings from that mass that day, you know, just to really spiritualize Mm -hmm. it but i just love entering into that chilly season, listen to some advent tunes. I try to keep myself christmasless until actual christmas, mm. which is pretty hard because the Christmas songs are the biggest bops. So I feel like it's hard for me to not listen to Christmas songs. And the Advent songs are great, but they can kind of be a little bit of a downer. So just to, you know, I just really want to ramp up myself. So I would love to know kind of what you do during this time for fun, for spiritual enrichment.
1: Mm -hmm. Sure. A few things. I live in a Jesuit community with 30 guys here in Milwaukee of all ages. I don't know, our youngest is probably late 20s up to mid 80s or so. And yeah, we'll have a nice dinner on Christmas Eve and then Jesuit mass and brunch on Christmas morning for those guys who don't have outside mass commitments, because, you know, oddly enough, many of us are connected to schools or ministries like I have Mm. where we're not necessarily at a parish every Sunday. I'm often kind of popping in for a big event, but then moving on. But Jesuit community is home base. And it's just kind of nice to have some quiet time with those guys. Maybe have a cold beverage and just sit around and chat after dinner. Watch a little bit of a football game, perhaps. Yeah, for my music, I try to do classical Christmas music. Ooh, up okay. until Laudate Sunday, at least. And then we just had the Pink Sunday Not too long ago. And then I'll kind of shift into more kind of like Christmas rock, like Bing Crosby or Elvis or whoever. You know, it's not quite Christmas, but at least we're sort of getting close. And I think kind of helps stir my heart for the season a bit. I love seeing my family. My sister is married with three super cute kiddos in St. Louis. Being Uncle Joe is pretty great, bringing them sugar and presents, like get them stirred up. And then Just when they're kind of peaking and about to crash, that's when I leave. So I'll get to St. Louis uh, just after Christmas for a couple of days to hang out with them, which is super fun. For me, it's a bit of a downtime in that I don't have a a ton of commitments over Christmas, which is fine, actually. Like, I'll, I'll sleep in several days. I got a trip right after New Year's. I'll be gone for three weeks on the East Coast in Whoa. Connecticut, New York, and Washington, D.C. for leading a retreat for Focus ministry. I'll go to the Pro-Life March in D.C., and I've got a couple of Jesuit meetings out there. All good stuff, but I'm kind of like storing up some grace and sleep because I know I'll need it after the New Year.
0: Yeah. Wow. That sounds like you are going to be exhausted. Well, prayers for everyone listening. We will all make sure to say a little prayer for you to just not pass away during all of that. That sounds so exhausting. You know, the older I get, the more whenever people talk about activities, I immediately when I was younger, I used to think about how fun that must be, which obviously I still think of how fun things are. But Mm -hmm. now I guess that I'm old, I immediately feel my bones getting tired when people talk about events. I get exhausted. But that sounds amazing. I love you hanging out with your family and really hyping up your, is it nieces and nephews or just nephews or just?
1: Yeah. Two girls and a boy and they are nine, seven and five. So fun ages. They still think I'm cool, which Mm. I'm trying to
0: max out that. I love it. I love it. I have a three-year-old nephew and he still thinks I'm cool and relevant. So I'm really just going <laughs> to keep going. I have an 18-year-old niece and I've lost it now. So she thinks <laughs> I'm lame. So yeah, no, I love that. I love just relaxing, drinking cold beverage, entering into the season. Being mm-hmm. Crosby sounds great. I'm a trans-Siberian orchestra girl. I'd like to think if Jesus was vibing with us, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> sitting next to me. I would like to think he's a Mannheim steamroller Trans-Siberian Orchestra guy. Like he would just really be rocking out. So I'm into all of that. I love that. One thing that I'm trying to do this season is watch Home Alone, which I've never seen. And the Christmas story, a Christmas story, the Christmas story. It's the yeah. one where the kid hits his eye out or something. It like plays on TBS for 24 hours. Yeah. I am trying to watch all the things that people have talked about because so far I've only seen Elf. And I just saw It's a Wonderful Life like last year for the first time. So I think Miracle on 34th Street is my next one. So I'm trying to immerse myself into like Christmas culture. But definitely, I think not listening to Christmas music has been the hardest. But I will offer it up yeah. to God. But it has been one of the <laughs> hardest things. I'm like, how do people survive not listening to it? But I've been trying to have a workaround where I say like, If it's not explicitly about Jesus, then it's just holiday music. And it's Mm -hmm. fairly appropriate for me to listen to Let It Snow in July. Like it doesn't, it's fine. (laughs) You know, it doesn't, it's not like breaking any rules. So I love that. Father Joe, tell us a little bit about what you are up to, what's next for you, where people can find out what you're up to, follow you, Mm -hmm. et cetera.
1: Absolutely. And Chanel, let me give you a shout out. She wrote a great reflection for us that's up on our website for January. So, again, the Pope has a prayer intention each month. So, kicking off the new year, you can read Chanel's words of wisdom. That prayer intention is for human fraternity, for human fraternity. This is rooted in the recent document by Pope Francis called Fratelli Tutti. That's a oh, I guess, Italian word from St. Francis of Assisi himself. Chanel, nice little reflection on our own situation here in the U.S., how we can reflect on that prayer intention. So that's on our website, popesprayerusa.net. What else? I got a book coming out this summer, which is exciting. This will be my second one, kind of a sequel. So my first one was called Abide in the Heart of Christ, a 10-day retreat with St. Ignatius. Second one is called Love Him Evermore, a nine-day retreat with the Sacred Heart of Jesus, but rooted in Ignatian spirituality. Yeah, those have been a lot of fun. It's based on talks I've given in various settings. It's just a fruitful way for me to kind of pray with the scriptures and some of the words of St. Ignatius, as well as the Sacred Heart devotion that, yeah, just for me, kind of the more I pray with that, the more grace is offered to me. You know, briefly, Jesus has a beating human heart right now. He has a risen body. His heart is fully human, fully divine. His heart is wounded. So the soldier's lance pierces his side on the cross. For us too, right? Our hearts are wounded too. Now, some of ours are self-inflicted by our own sin, stupidity, but Jesus understands he has a wounded heart. He has a heart that heals other hearts. Jesus also has a heart filled with love. He knows what it's like to rejoice with his friends, to bless little children, So I'm feeling joy. I can bring that to Jesus. If I'm feeling sorrow, we see him in sorrow in the gospels. Okay. Even anger. We only see him flipping over tables once. So (laughs) if I'm desiring to flip them over every day, I maybe shouldn't do it every day. Right. But I can bring that to him. Lord. Yeah. I see the injustice around me. I feel that frustration. Lord, you know what it's like, but help me to be a witness of peace. Help me to work for justice instead of maybe just complaining about injustice. Again, Chanel, I think you're truly a good model for us of kind of building up the good. So thank you. So I got some more travels coming up. I was in Orlando for a retreat for priests uh, a couple months ago. I think I'll be back there. They got another group that needs another preacher man. So I'll, I'll head down for that. I'm working on a youth retreat during probably Lent in St. Louis. That'll be called the Hearts on Fire Retreat with some young adults involved, as well as some young Jesuits. So that's exciting. Probably a few more things, but those are a couple highlights.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, busy, busy. Oh, my gosh. Well, we will definitely put links to your books in our show notes. so people can check that out. And the Pope's Prayer Network. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to write. I'm excited. And it was an honor to do so. I am... So honored to be able to have really gone full circle with this podcast and to talk to you again. This is like so fun. Everyone listening is probably like Chanel says this every week, but I really am just so happy to be able to do this and to be able to connect again. And for you to share your wisdom, I'm excited to reflect. One of my low key, like favorite movies during this time is the nativity story, not because they like particularly portray Mary in perfect light. But I do think they do an awesome job at portraying St. Joseph, which Mm -hmm. I think not a lot of us have opportunities to see St. Joseph in like baba action. And I think it's wonderful how they portray him as like so loving and kind, but scared and vulnerable. And I'm just so excited to watch that and to read the gospels and to practice my reflection time and to be silent Mm -hmm. and to just really immerse myself in it. So I love those kind of tactical activities. So thank you for sharing that.
1: My pleasure. Yep, to everybody, a blessed Advent and Merry Christmas.
0: Yes, oh my gosh. And we will talk to you in the new year, which is insane. It's like 15 days away. So we are getting very close to 2022. It feels like we sneezed and it was the end of 2021. So I'll see you in the new year. God bless. And I hope that you get some sleep.
1: Amen. Thanks, Chanel.
0: Thank you guys for listening and thank you so much to Father Joe for being our guest. Make sure to check out popesprayernetwork.net and take some time to do some Christmas meditations this Christmas season. I hope that y'all have a wonderful Christmas season and I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Please pray for me. I will be praying for you. God bless.